You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, we got the Ball Guys podcast underway here and uh, a treat as we talk uh, men's college hockey and your uh, MSU Mavericks. We've got a couple of the uh, senior guys on the uh, team in studio with us for Ball Guys. It's Mark Michaelis and Charlie Gerard. Thank you guys for coming in. What a season. Charlie, what's going on, man? Not much. You know, kind of wow. enjoying the moment. Uh, senior season, so I'm kind of taking it one day at a time, but enjoying every uh, minute of it with the guys. It's been a good ride for you guys. Great to have you back, uh, Mark. I know you had uh, uh, some injury issues you were dealing with. Um, you, you must be feeling good. You look like you were flying down the ice when you were uh, home against Alabama a couple of weeks ago. Um, are you feeling a lot better? And, and I'll bet that was killing you not being out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean every athlete is, is kind of really hard on, on someone to sit in the stands and, and watch their team play. But, um, yeah, like you said, I had a lot of a lot of time to prepare for the Huntsville weekend. Um, and I was really excited to get it, uh, you know, back on the ice again. And, um, yeah, feeling pretty good right now. Um, back to being healthy and, um, you know, can't wait uh, for, for the next month. What was the injury? It was an ankle or something? Was it- yeah, it was, a, it was an ankle injury. Um, it, was, it was out about five, five to six weeks. Well, they covered for you okay, right? Yeah, I can't complain. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they did their job. I mean, um, you know, got the regular season championship, which we won this this past weekend. So um, things are looking good um, in our locker room. So you went to Bemidji, right? And all you needed was a, a, a point to get the McNaughton Cup, right, and get the WCHA. And Friday night didn't go quite the way you wanted it to. I understand a young lady didn't bring the German flag from her hotel room. My friend Michelle was uh, absent-mindedly left the uh, German flags behind, and uh, I think that's what. what you blame the, her? Uh, yeah, it's totally her fault. But what was the mood like, Charlie? You, you lose Friday night, and then do you feel extra pressure going into Saturday, or are we still real confident? Uh, I don't think there's any pressure. I mean, it's always in the back of the mind, but we just knew we had to go out there and get a win, and we were all pretty calm and relaxed at the moment. And, uh, yeah, Friday was a tough one, but is a good team. You know, they uh, they battled pretty hard against us, and uh, you got to give respect to them too. So You wanted that thing, though, right? You wanted so Oh, yeah, of course. You just want your name on the plaque, yeah. right? Yeah, you don't want to share one of those uh, trophies that wouldn't be. Uh, that that much fun. So all right. So now you got things lined up for home, right? For the uh, for the tournament for the playoffs. Um, talk about your opponent uh, coming up this weekend and uh, and how you feel about uh, things going in. It's it's a great knowing you got the the whole home ride, right? Yeah, I mean this is this is what we aim for since the beginning of the year. You kind of want to, you know, play the last game um, at your in your home building. And uh, you know, if we didn't get the point this weekend, we would have shared with Bemidji, and they'd be the number one seat. So um, we we're, were pretty uh, pretty happy about uh, being a number one spot. And then we're going to play uh, Alaska Anchorage this uh, Friday and Saturday, and hopefully not on on Sunday. But um, you know, we look at one day at a time. We got to get Friday done first, and then uh, focus on Saturday. But um, you know, they've been they've been really good team this year um they almost caught us up in anchorage um on a saturday night where they're up two nothing with with about a minute left and uh, we're pretty fortunate to get two goals and and the overtime winner to to get the game back but um they have a pretty good team Uh, so it'll be uh, a great series at in mankato uh this weekend 
All right. Then the ultimate goal after that, NCAA tournament, right? Yep. And uh, you guys were there last year. Um, you've been there before. We're trying to get over that hump now, right? We're trying to it, advance and go far in that tournament. What's going to be the, uh, the key to doing that? Um, you know, I think just like what Mark was saying, take it one day at a time. But eventually when we get there, you just got to leave it all on the line because it's do or die. And I know the returning guys uh, have been thinking about uh, the game of Providence the whole year. So I think guys are j- chopping at the bit to get back uh, to the tournament. And hopefully we can uh, uh, go on a special run. Why is this program so successful? I mean, just uh, is, is it is it coach? Is it uh – I mean, what is it that, that this Maverick program, year in and year out, I mean, 20 wins is just it's almost becoming a thing where it's a given. Um, what is it about this program? Why is it so successful? I think there are a lot of things that kind of chip in for that. Um, first of all, you have you have and in, in, in Coach Hastings and, and the staff, the right guys um, on top, and, and they bring the right players and right people in. And then also the, the support of the community, um, the, the money um, that's invested in this program to, to give us, yeah, the best opportunity there is it's kind of just like a uh, a mixture of, of all uh, high-end things that uh, give us kind of the opportunity to be successful in what we're doing what was your initial reaction when you came to town and did a visit okay had you heard of Mankato before <laughs> prior to being here, or coming yeah, here? actually that was a kind of a funny story because I committed here even before I was visited in Mankato okay. uh, my buddy Parker to me was uh, was committed here and uh, once I started talking to Minnesota State I kind of knew I was gonna I want to play with them he so, told you all the good things. Yeah. There's pretty girls. <laughs> <laughs> Downtown's a lot of fun on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, so something like that. Uh, no, uh, you know, he made the decision. I didn't really talk about him. You know, we're, we're really close uh, off the ice. Um, so it's kind of a no-brainer. But um, I visited Mankato about f- five months after I committed um, to go on a visit. And, um you know, it's just like a really, uh, it was an unbelievable hockey community. He felt that right when you uh, stepped foot in Mankato, and, and I knew that too. So I was pretty um, pretty excited to, to finally come here. What's something the average Maverick hockey fan doesn't know about Coach Hastings that you could tell us about, Charlie? What uh, what might surprise us that we don't know oh, about Coach Charlie? Put me on the spot yeah. here. A uh, little bit. A little bit. Huh. We won't tell. We won't pass it along. But. Uh, people might he's actually a pretty good golfer people might know that but we do the uh, alumni golf outing every summer and he can swing a club pretty good so yeah he's a pretty solid golfer and one thing that I I think is shocking is that these guys claim to not know how many beers it takes to fill the McNaughton cup but I I I think they're they're just holding back calling BS on that one yeah I think so I think so Um, but I wanted to mention something too that you guys didn't and I understand why I mean but it the culture is exceptional, I think, with the MSU men's hockey squad. It's uh, and it comes from leadership, and you guys are leaders, you know, as as seniors. And I just, I think that's that means a lot, especially to the underclassmen and stuff. So uh, that's a big deal. Yeah, you. Uh, um, we came in as freshmen. Uh, one of the things coach, coach kind of wanted from us or from every class is, you know, when you, you come to this program, uh, you want to leave the the program in a better place. And when you found it, and I think, um, you know, the guys before us did a really good job, and also our class, uh, you know, really. Um, Put put the program in a, in a different direction, on another level, and and hopefully, um, or uh, I'm pretty pretty excited if uh, if the other guys can take to another level in the next few years. But that's just what this program is about, and it's really exciting. 
All right, we got the big uh, big tournament coming up this uh, weekend. Playoffs get underway, and uh, tickets available for the uh, games Friday night, Saturday night, and uh, if necessary, probably not uh, Sunday at five. So, guys, best of luck. It's been a great season. You're so much fun to watch and cheer for, and uh, just an exciting squad. Thanks for all the entertainment, and uh, let's go uh, make a let's make the deepest of runs, shall yeah. we? Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yes, all right, guys. Thanks that. for coming in, Ball Guys Podcast. Thanks for having us. All right, very cool stuff with Mark Michaelis and Charlie Gerard. We wish those two the best of luck this weekend. Uh, things not going so well. No big dance for Gophers Hoops this year. Just absolute meltdowns, blown leads, end of games that just absolutely are crushing for this Gopher basketball team. And it just doesn't seem like enough talent on the squad, does there? They're not deep, first no. of all. They're not deep. And the other problem that is, that's really hurt them is free throws. Free throws. God. Just oh, a basic right? free throw. If they would just hit some of those down the stretch, like they had a chance to win that game with Wisconsin yeah. on Sunday. Oh, that was a hard And that's a win. You yeah, make those right. free throws. So whose fault is that? Is it Patino's I, no, fault? I, right. I, that's I, where we're going. No, yeah, I don't right, think it's Patino's right. fault. You, you, the players got to play. You got to go get out there and do it, right? You right. have to hit those I free agree. throws. A good team makes those free throws, they pick up the win, they steal a, a road win. Isn't that the most basic thing, to Go in the gym, right. a pair <laughs> yes. of shorts and a t-shirt yeah, yeah. and a basketball. You you throw, you hit free. Yeah. Throw. You can do you can do it by yourself. You don't need any coaches around. Yeah. You don't need players. It goes back to what you know, just teaching the fundamentals, mm-hmm. right? So doesn't that fall in the coach somewhat? I don't know. I Richard don't Pitino. know. Um, well, I didn't maybe, realize. I mean, yeah, we don't know what they do in practice, what their routines are, but right. Um, but that yeah, and again, I go back to it. That that's just. You, yeah, you shouldn't have to have a head coach of a Big Ten basketball team tell you to practice your free throws, right? It's so elementary. Right. I it mean, it's, it's the, yeah, it's the fundamentals. It's the baseline stuff. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, in the NBA, a coach has the players to manage that the front office gives him, okay? But in college hoops, it's a little different in that you, as the head coach, and your assistants uh, recruit the players mm-hmm. that are on your team. Mm-hmm. So in the end, <laughs> if you don't, you know, barring some some injuries or something, in the end, if you don't have a very deep team or you don't have a team um, that's real talented, that kind of falls on you as head coach too, doesn't it? That you, I mean, you brought these guys in. Not everybody pans out. I get that. I, s- sitting here listening to you, I feel like Patino in front of the board right now. I do. I mean, seriously. Are because you sweating? You should be pitting out your shirt if you're Patino this, right now. This is the conversations he's going to have with guys. I guarantee you this is coming, right? For it, sure. It always, it, there's too much money at stake here. Right. So how many, I don't know. How many years has he been with the team? Six I, or seven? I, I, thought it, I thought it was less than that. This is the end of year seven. So wow. you can't be like, well, wait till his you know recruiting class gets in there and they right. start develop. We're there. This is it. I I don't know. I don't have a good idea. I don't have a guy to replace him with or anything. Don't get right. me wrong. But I just and and I know it's always the easy thing, right? Fire the coach. Fire the right, coach. Right. Right. Well, there's a, you need a head to hang, right? Yes, that's that's right. what it comes it, down to. Yeah, yeah, you need somebody to throw under the uh, proverbial bus. But I just I just think these are your guys. These are the guys you went out and recruited. Um, you're the one running the practices and 
and <laughs> making them shoot free throws. <laughs> and uh, and and just I think in the end it, it falls on you as the head, the head coach, and and it just doesn't look good after this year, doesn't at all. You know what really stands out with me as we're talking recruiting? How come none of the big basketball high school stars in Minnesota? stay here they all go somewhere else that's a good question because when you're giving the opportunity to turn the program around i think that's part of their goals is get these kids to stay right and they will if they believe they have a chance to win is there anybody on that roster right now that's uh a minnesota product that's really really good no no name comes to my mind right now no is it a matter of him not Recruiting enough in state, you think, or just they just d- d- does the program have too much stink on it that nobody <laughs> wants to go play there? Well, maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. It's not like they have some storied history of of success. You they, know, they did make the tournament a year ago, mm-hmm. right? Did they, they did. Uh, they did, did they win, win a game. game. Yeah, they, a game, they did right? win a game last year. But so I mean, now they've regressed from that point. The last really shining moment. I hate to still. Maybe I should take that back, but Clem Haskins teams, right? Yeah. I mean, they were really competitive. Do we know? Do, do we need to lower the academic standards? <laughs> oh boy, I'm serious. Well, well, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm like, I don't know. What was the lady's name that was helping them? I don't know. Do their homework? Uh, is she still around? Can she, <laughs> she upgrades? I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Or... During the Clem, he was actually stripped of how many yes. wins? Oh yeah, yeah the, it, final four yeah, and right, that yeah. final, final four, four appearance as well. But yeah. man, they were good. <laughs> but you're right. right. They, they did have right. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'll, I'll do their homework for them. <laughs> it, it, is that what it's going to take? No, we want them with better grades. Not, right, right. Not your grades. I don't know. I'm just like, I, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I, uh, it's so frustrating. We At least Gopher Football showed us a glimpse of what can be. And I think, I think, knock right. on wood, the future there looks looks good. And I think... I think he does a pretty good job of recruiting in state. How would you like to be one of the other head? Would you like to be one of the other head coaches looking down the hall at him now? I mean, seriously, he set the bar. He he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah, yeah, Flack. Yeah, exactly what he said he was going to do. He's there, literally on the timeline. And now things get easier for him because you're going to get kids watching them these bowl games and winning. They're they're seeing you know what they're doing in the regular season. They're seeing his whole attitude and his whole spiel, which if you're 18, 19 years old, that's pretty attractive. The recruiting's just going to get easier for Fleck now. Right, especially since all those kids grew up together, they play together, and now they're telling these younger guys that are about to come out of high school, you should come up to Minnesota and play. Yeah, because it's a great spot to be. And I think, kind of like we, we were talking to Michaelis, who just came because his buddy was playing, was playing for the Mavericks. Right, right. Uh, I think uh, this one of the players is a Tanner Morgan. Uh, signed up because he wanted Fleck to be his coach. Sight unseen. Didn't come here. Didn't tour the campus. Didn't tour the facilities. And uh, and just got on board because he wanted to play for that coach. Uh, things should get easier for, for the football gophers. Basketball, do you... Are, if we have fire... Patino, are you cutting off your nose to spite your face? Do you? Does it get worse now again before it gets better? What well, almost certainly what are we would at? almost certainly would have to. You would think, you know, I mean, just because what eighteen year old or whatever is going to look at a program that don't even know who the coach is going to be? That I is mean, true. Yeah. That's so. 
Does well, how many more years do you give us? Yeah. Right. Oh, right. right. I think that's really the that's the million dollar question is how many more years do you give Patino before you finally just say it's not working? Yeah, if you fire him though, you're kind of starting over. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's here we never go good again. For right. Two, three, four years. Right. Gotta wait for somebody else to to build a base. Um and you can't tell them you got one more year, you gotta get out there and you gotta it, you know. Light a fire on it. No, because now no kids are going to commit to Minnesota when the the status of the head coach is in is in jeopardy. Did, did he get extended to last year after the, the Boy, trip I don't to the dance? That, actually, I wonder what he's got left on his contract too. Because you know, I mean, finances kind of weigh into it too. But ah, that's frustrating. Maybe they could put him on double secret probation. <laughs> secret probation. <Is> that <laughs> that's, I think that's <laughs> what we need to do. All right. Well, that's depressing. Let's not talk about gopher basketball anymore. Are, are you going to the game? Uh, actually, I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you going to bring you, your, you have tickets, don't your you? Fire I am. I'm going to start a chance. I will be there on Sunday. They should win against Nebraska. Let's say miss some free throws. Yeah, miss some right. free throws and lose out a three-pointer in the final seconds. We've seen that enough. Uh, twin spring training continues. Um, what do you want to see? Because it's just, it's it, you know, it's great. We're excited because it means the season's coming soon, right? They start end of March already, first right, game, right, right? Right. Last week of March. Um, what, what, what would you like to kind of hope to see uh, out of the twin spring training? Because most of the team is locked down. We know pretty much position by position. There's maybe a bullpen spot or two open. Uh, there's the fifth starter. Um, will, <laughs> will La Tortuga make the team? <laughs> will Cave get that final spot? What do you guys look at? Is there an, an element to spring training that interests you? Like, what, what do you want to see come out of this? Well, I was kind of interested in seeing the Royce. I was you know, the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up to left field against well, I, the, the I actually Rays. don't get to watch any Twins games now. Thank, thank you, YouTube TV. <laughs> hey, they, re, they resolved that. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think, temporarily, they, I, I think yeah. it's resolved temporarily. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Royce went deep. That's good to see. Kirilov, right? He's another Kirilov. prospect. We kind of forget we're so loaded with the lineup right now um, that we forget there's still some of these kids that, yeah, they'd impact here mm-hmm. at right. Target Field. And, you know, I think that uh, something we, we haven't talked about yet, but last year, Eddie Rosario was never at 100%. He was battling that ankle injury all year, and we're looking to see him, I think, 100% this year, and I think he could really... Again, he's cocky, right? We've all talked about oh, yeah. that. He's a cocky player, but... And he could really, really be a bigger part of this team than and he's than a lot streaky. Of oh yeah, he's streaky. But boy, when he's hot, he's hot. And you're right. And that, he's going to be healthy. He's battled that ankle yeah. injury all last year. That's so. We'll get to we'll get to the other guys here in a sec. But you bring up you bring up what I want to see out of spring training is how healthy are these guys that finished the year hurt last year? Because we had remember we had Rosario, we had a rise Buxton, yeah. Buxton. Mm-hmm. Um, we had. Uh, Kepler with the shoulder injury, so we had a lot of guys that, yes. and that yeah. didn't help. <laughs> I don't know if we would have beat the Yankees anyway with right. those guys, but it certainly didn't help. And we didn't have one of our stud pitchers at the end of last year. That was a, a suspension, not an injury. But I want to, I want to make sure these guys coming back are healthy. A lot of times, you, you just assume, well, it was the off season or they had surgery, they're going to be fine. That's not always the case. So. No. I'm watching those guys carefully, and, and it'll be interesting to see when some of these guys get in the game because you haven't seen a lot of Rosario yet. You haven't seen a lot of Buxton yet. Has Buxton played no. yet? I don't even. I don't, I don't even remember seeing has. him in a box score yet. I are any 
Are any of you concerned about the depth of our, our starting rotation? I'm oh, getting sure. better with it. I, 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 it. It's all right, I would say, with that one through four, but when you get into that five spot and they're saying Dubdeck is fighting for that, I'm like, yeah. I, that scares me, right? Because if one of those guys goes down, right, then all of a sudden that, that that, that, that's your next guy in your regular rotation. I don't know if we can afford that right now. We can just get to June, right? And we get Pineda right. back and get to the middle of July and pull the trigger on a trade. I yeah. agree I think with that, that. Yeah, it's like yeah, it, I. But we got to be there. Got to be. Because you get to the All Star break and, and you're eight or ten games out, you're not going to do anything. You're going to be selling. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to, and we're not in that. We have a window of opportunity. We have here. a huge yeah. window open right now. Yeah, the Indians didn't do anything to better themselves in the off season. The White Sox are young, and they brought in some experience. I don't know that they're ready to compete yet this year. I, I hope think they'll, not. they'll definitely yeah. give us a better run. But uh, the, for the, the, it's all laid out there for the Twins. But I you're agree. right that 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 pitching, you, you take one piece out of that. You know, if Dubnik's <laughs> your and if it your was number like, five guy, you take yeah. one. And then who do you plus in? If it was Maeda or, or Odorizzi or Burrios, one of those guys. If one of those guys gets hurt, we're we, we're in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. And you just can't bring in. Anybody? To, we saw that last year, right? Yeah, they they plug they tried yeah. plugging oh. a lot of stop gaps in there, and some of them were okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody was exceptional. Nobody really stood out. Uh, Dubnik was probably the best of the bunch, right? And that's why he's probably the favorite to get the number. Uh, it looks like five, five spot, spot, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. It, it looks like a good one through three. We don't have that horse. We don't have that that sexy number one guy. But I think you're right. If we're if we're in that position where we're we're the lead dog come the trade deadline. I think you're going to see some of these pieces be willing to be dealt. I don't think um, I don't think it'll be the shortstop. I think you hang on to him. But I think anybody right, else, right. Larnick or or uh, Kirloff, I think you look at those guys as really, really see, valuable. See, is the one guy bait. I would trade. Yeah. Just because he's not good defensively. Are, are you thinking Lewis is ready to go, enough? Lewis? If Lewis is close, I would. I agree, and that's. I've thought that a lot. I'm like, I think that he's getting there, and it's like, if not this year, at some point for sure next, right? I'm getting tired of seeing Polanco screw up easy throws, routine <laughs> right, plays, right, right? Double plays. I'm not trying to be like mean. I know, and as bad is great, but defensively, sometimes it's. I shake my head. Am I wrong on that? No, no. I just and the Twins have always been very careful about bringing guys along, right? I mean, <laughs> like careful, sometimes maybe, almost yeah. too careful. Frustrating. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Lewis is showing all the signs of a guy that's mentally predispositioned for this game, right? Like, he's a big-time player. Not, yeah. he's, nothing's intimidating him. Right. And I would play the heck out of him in the spring. Yes. What do you have to lose, yeah, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you're, you're pretty much set. And, and Spence brings up a good point. We're a little, we're a little iffy in that infield. Um, Donaldson's going to be a solid third baseman, mm-hmm. but Arise isn't exactly known for his glove. No. Polanco's definitely got his moments. You can suppose right. first year as a full time first baseman. What are we going to see there? It could be a little. Is he? Could be a little frustrating at times. I, I, I just can't. I don't know how he's going to be at digging him out. And what's the over under on uh, Buxton getting hurt? You know, uh, oh, oh god, he's, he's going to. He's going when? to. When? Yeah. No bet. Is there? A, <laughs> no bet. Is that your trade bait? Buxton. Uh, I was Buxton. wondering about that. 
We, well, we talked about this is last Polanco, year. Is Rosario? I mean, Rosario in the offseason, it was Rosario. It was. But I know. Nothing happened there with that. Yeah, I, I don't know, but we'll see. I, I think the first two months are going to be telling. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see where we're at Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, you're right. We got to get off to a good start. I don't know if you guys remember last year. We we got off to a pretty good start in April. Yeah. And the Indians just fell flat on their face. Yep. They were terrible. And then we went on, the Twins went on a tear in May. I can't, I wish I knew the, the record, but it was it was gaudy. Yeah. And then we built up that nice, then we were getting a little full of ourselves then, right? Because yeah. I can't remember what the lead was. Double digits. Yep. It was 11 right? games at one point, 11, right? Yeah. something like, yeah. And then, uh, and then June came. <laughs> Things right. kind of got uh, chipped away at, and and before you know it, uh, I think the Indians did. Did they come to town, or we went to uh, Cleveland, and all of a sudden we were neck and neck, and they edged ahead a little bit. We were all thinking about it in, through the middle of September. Yeah, yeah. And I think Odor Izzy uh, in the locker room yeah. after a game said, "Everybody, calm down. Yeah, right. everything's fine. We're good. We got this." <laughs> right. Turned out he was right. Right. But uh, it did get a little dicey. So, it, again, we got off to a fantastic start last year. Um, we have a, a tougher – the Detroit's going to be easy, but uh, Cleveland's still going to give us a run, and uh, the White Sox are going to be a lot lot more solid this year, I think, when we play them. So. Now, which baseball do we get this year? The oh, juiced one? Right. right. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Or the one they used in the playoffs when they wanted the Yankees to win. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they switched oh. it up, didn't they? Where did the Bombas go? I don't know. Um, that's a good point. But the Yankees, by the that's way. That's a really good point. What? Yeah, what ball do we get this year? By the way, on the Yankees, no, Severino's out for the year. He's out for the year? Tom, Tommy John. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, right. So that, yeah. that, that hurts their lineup big time because he was going to be their number sure. two guy. And Herman ha- still has that suspension. Yep. So that they could no. have a they could have a difficult start. Leg injury for one of their other guys. Um yeah. But luckily they have they got the one on got that horse, so that will help solidify things. But yeah, you're that, right, it's it's a little yeah. it's a little wonky for those guys. We'll see. Well I, I, I don't I don't start I, before you know it. I like I like the twins' chances. Are they gonna win a hundred games again? I feel good about that. Do you? I think they I have to start like they started last year, though yeah. they have to be they have to be solid in the first couple of months, or it's probably not going to happen. They're not going to plow through the central with Chicago, and you know, I mean, there's some of the, I think they're going to be a little bit better, a lot better team actually. The White Sox, and I, I, I expect the Twins to win about 95 to 97 games and win the central. I still think they're going to hit the heck out of the ball, even if it's not the juice ball that was that was. Uh, I agree too. Last year, but I still think yeah. they're going to hit the ball real yeah. hard. I don't think, and I don't think they're they're. I, their goal is not to break the home run record or, or get close to the home record home, home run record from last year. I don't. Th- their goal is to get to the World Series, and I, I yes. don't think I don't think they're yes, concerned yes, with, with, yes. with hitting the long ball at all. So, I, <laughs> we're getting to the World Series. That's Going to the World that's Series. The point. Right. I don't know. We'll Start see. saving your 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 extra money that you make over the summer. Because uh, we're going to need it for tickets. World Series tickets come fall. <laughs> That's down. where we were last year. Remember, we got there's going to be baseball playoffs this October. And we did get a game. Yeah. We got, we one, got game. one We got one game. And it was fun. We got a taste <laughs> of it. Right? We right. got a taste of it. But we want more. I think the players do, too. So, All right. We'll wrap it up. That's uh, Ball Guys for this week. And uh, we'll say go Mavericks. Wish them all the best. And uh, support them this weekend in Mankato if you're in the area. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Ball Guys, the big uh, Minnesota sports podcast.